Good afternoon and welcome in to the Always 100 podcast live on live on Zoom, sorry. Uh, we are talking about week six in the NFL. I am your host, Quinn McKenzie, and we're doing the recap show in 20 minutes or less. But before we get started, just one passing mention, congratulations to the 2020 American League champion Tampa Bay Rays, who beat the Astros in seven games, four to two, on a Saturday night. I think it was on Saturday night they won the American League pennant. Uh, so the world's most hated team, at least right now, anyway, is now out of our lives, at least till the end of March. So uh, that is awesome. Congratulations, Tampa, and congratulations to the Los Angeles Dodgers getting it done. It was really close. It was hard fought, but they did it. They got the job done, and they are the National League champions for the third time in the last four years. Just an amazing, amazing thing. And on the other side, poor Atlanta. Atlanta just will never it, it'll just never happen for them. They'll never get over the hump. So a brutal three three games to one, they blew it. One went away from the championship, couldn't get it done. Uh, second year in the row, lost in just heartbreaking fashion in the elimination game. So we'll see what Atlanta does. It'll still be a really good team. And the World Series starts tonight on Fox with game one starting at 730 Eastern. Okay, uh, let's let's get right into this here. Uh, th- there's a lot to say, so we're we're just gonna do we're we're just gonna do this, and uh, we'll see how long we go. Um, we're gonna start with uh, yesterday. Um, Dak Prescott made himself a lot of money, <laughs> like a lot, like a lot, lot, lot of money. Um, that being said, Andy Dalton is not the problem for the Cowboys. They have no offensive line. Zeke Elliott has been stealing money so far. Um, he needs to get it together. He's a lot better than this. Everyone understands that. The Cowboys' defense is horrible, but at least they, they played inspired for the first couple minutes of the game, and then they completely fell apart because they were like, here we go again, the offense couldn't bail us out for once. We tried to bail them out all the time. Um, so they couldn't do it. The You know, it, it was a really bad game. I mean, Kyler Murray only completed nine passes. I mean, that that that's incredible. DeAndre Hopkins had about two catches for 60 yards. I mean, he had like a 65-yard, like a 60-yard uh, gain late in the game when it was all over. Um, so, you know, hey – the cow the Cowboys had a very bad night. It was an appalling performance. It was it, it's starting to remind all of us or you know everybody that roots for Dallas about 2015 when they had Matt Castle or John Kitna for a little bit in 2010 when Romo shattered his collarbone there on a Monday night game against the Giants. I mean, this team just simply put, this team's not very good. They stink. The division they play in stinks. Um, and on the same breath, they have the Philadelphia Eagles in their division who are terrible. Can't be, They can't beat anybody. Um, they, 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 don't, they don't beat anyone. They might lose to the Giants. They really might. 
They might lose to the Giants. And if the Giants win, they're two and five. If the Cowboys win, they would still have a game lead over the Giants now for second place in the NFC East at three and four. But if the Cowboys lose to Washington and the Giants win, that that makes a three-way tie for first place in the NFC East. This division is horrible. It's the worst division in the history of football, bar none. This is awful. Somebody has to win this stupid division and get annihilated in the playoffs because that's what's going to happen. They're going to get killed. I mean, I mean, like it doesn't matter who makes it. The Cowboys aren't going anywhere without Andy, without Dak Prescott, and with the defense being this bad. And I mean, look, they showed signs of life, but. I'm sorry, there comes a certain point where you just can't overcome all these injuries. You just can't. Sorry. It's not going to work. It's not, not how pro sports works. You got to have some talent. And they don't have an offensive line. They have their skill position players are pretty are better than the Eagles and the Giants. But they don't have the starting quarterback, and their defense is awful. The Eagles have their starting quarterback, who has been terrible. He's got 10 picks on the year. They don't have, they barely have anybody, uh, have enough people to fill the roster. So I got to give them some slack on that. Um, Their defensive, I mean, their defense was just awful. I mean, they they were down 17 to nothing. You know, so then then they tightened up. The the front four is pretty good. I'm very, I'm 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 definitely, you know, favoring the Eagles on defense. But I I mean, Thursday going to tell me a lot really and the Giants I mean the Giants are in the midst of okay do we take for Trevor Lawrence because Daniel Jones isn't the guy or I mean we play in the NFC East and we could kind of steal the division and make the playoffs so and in Washington I mean they you know they have a good front four too I like Terry McLaurin I like like the running back there Gibson uh but they don't have a quarterback and um they, they, that's just it for them. They don't have a quarterback, and it's not going to work in Washington until they get a quarterback that's just decent. Um, so I, I don't know what's going on. I, I was looking at the schedule yesterday. Um, the Cowboys, like, I, I got the Eagles at 6-9-1 and one because they got the three games here. Yeah, well, they, they'll probably beat the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football November the 1st. They'll beat them at home. No, that's normally how this goes. They'll beat them at home. But after the three that they have here, they got the Giants, Cowboys, and at Giants. Then it goes, um, not not in order, but Green Bay's in there, Arizona's in there, at New Orleans is in there, Seattle on a Monday night. I mean, that's I mean, there, there's a stretch there where they're gonna lose five straight games. So I I just at this point. I don't know. I think six, nine, and one, or seven and nines winning the NFC East. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, it's unfortunate that one of these teams has to be has to have a home playoff game so we can all be subjected to a thirty-eight to ten blowout on January the ninth. All right, to some better football. Uh, my next my next thing I have on the list here, um, the Buccaneers defense. I didn't see that coming. 
I'm just going to openly admit to you, I didn't see that coming at all. I thought Rodgers was going to go down there, throw a party in front of the Cheeseheads in South Florida, and just put it to him. I thought, you know, and I thought Brady would do, you know, Brady would be good. He doesn't have to throw for 400 yards when you can run the ball. You get, you, you throw the ball to a couple of receivers. Um, so, you know, so they, they could do a whole bunch of different stuff like that. Um, I, I like the way Tampa's defense is playing. I, I didn't think they were that good, but um, I'll tell you, they got after Aaron, though. Todd Bowles said, we are getting after your ass. Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to stand back there all night long, pat the ball, and figure out who to throw it to. No, we're coming to knock your head off, and that's what they did. I mean, and Aaron and folks, Aaron Rodgers is human after all. The guy can throw a pick six. He 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 is capable of doing it. Not very often, but uh, I keep telling people when you play Aaron Rodgers, the 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 ones he throws to you, you better catch because he's not going to throw many to you. So you better catch the ones that he does. And they did. I caught two of them. Now, one of them was just like Devontae just didn't snag it. Then, the you know, the second one was kind of fluky. That was returned that back for a touchdown. And the first one, I mean, he stared Devontae down. It's like, yes, I'm going to Devontae Adams on a third and ten. Like, well, I'm going to give you the ball. And they, and to the, the corner's credit, there was no safety help. He was sitting on the out route. He jumped it, and he house-called it. So the Buccaneers' defense, I, and simply put, that's just the most impressive win of the year so far, a terrific, terrific uh, win for the um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady. And they, they had no penalties. They gave up no sacks. Now, I tell you what, if they keep doing that, that you, you can put them in. Uh, with the Saint, uh, with the Saints in the South, Carolina in their own division, Green Bay, Seattle, um, in the rest of the conference, because uh, that that was sensational. That that performance there, they could build something off that. Um, they're four and two on the year, and they got the Raiders on Sunday Night Football, a game that's actually going to be a very fun watch. And I uh, we're going to talk about that on Thursday's show, uh, so stay tuned for that. What else do I have here? Five and O teams, um, the Titans. Um, Derrick Henry is an absolute monster. I, it's not fair that 6'5", 250 can run a four four forty. I mean, the, I mean, how freakish is it that Derrick Henry is that big and tall and is running by grown men? Like he's running by them, like they're not even there. It's unbelievable. 212 yards, two touchdowns on 25 carries. The guy was sensational. The, Ryan Tannehill, four more touchdown passes. This guy, this guy's in the MVP discussion, and nobody's talking about him. The Titans are 5-0. and They're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend in a game that I, simply put, cannot wait to see. I, I, I think it's going to be spectacular. Because that, that's again another game we're going to talk about on Thursday, so I won't give away any analysis on this show. But th- that game is going to be spectacular because um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I, I Cleveland, hey man, th- hey hey man, I, I I don't know, I don't know y'all. 
You haven't won in Pittsburgh in 17 years. Baker Mayfield was terrible. Odell Beckham was targeted four times. You can't run the ball. You you couldn't run the ball. You scored seven points. Your defense was terrible. They couldn't they couldn't stop anybody on Pittsburgh. Um, that was simply put was a beatdown of epic proportions. There's just no question about it. That was a beatdown. Okay. Um. Yeah, big big Ben. I mean, he was okay. I mean, I thought he would do better against the Browns than he did. But truth be told, when you run for a hundred yards and you play defense like they did, you don't have to be very good. To, to win that ball game. Ben was Ben was average, pedestrian, had pedestrian stats, but who cares? They ran the ball pretty effective. James Conner had a 100-yard game. James Washington, I mean, wide open, didn't even bother to did, didn't even bother to cover James Washington. And excuse me, um Chase Claypool um wow. That dude, oh boy, that dude is a monster. That guy that guy's going to be a problem, a big one. So, hey, it, it, it's just it, – it's I, I'm really excited for, for, for Steelers-Titans this week. They're both 5-0. and oh. They're going to they, – for me, they I – can, I can't say that they're better than KC, but I tell you what, those two teams really have uh, the best chance, in my opinion. Well, you know, because you, you can't count out – you can't count out um, Bill and the Patriots, but uh, we'll get to them in just a second after we get to Kansas City Buffalo. But I think Kansas City is the best team, but I, the Steelers and Titans could definitely, definitely beat them. No question about it. Kansas City Buffalo play, and Buffalo played yesterday. Um, hey, you know, Kansas City did what Kansas City does. When you run the ball for 243 yards or 245 yards, Edwards Alaire, welcome back to the league, 161 yards on 26 carries. I mean, Mahomes is okay. I mean, he didn't have to be great. He passed over only over 200 yards through a couple touchdowns. I mean, you know, when you run the ball like that, like I said in the last segment, you don't have to be very good to get the job done. He wasn't. He was average. He he got he got it done. The champs won again. They're five and one on the year. Um, I still think Buffalo's going to win win the AFC East. But um, I tell you what, Josh Allen against these better teams, man, they, he's he's got to play a little better. He just does when he, when he steps up in class. He 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 hadn't played. He has not played up to snuff up up to the um the caliber that I think. He ought to play against these better teams because at some point, hey, you, you're going to have to beat a New England or a Kansas City, you know, or Pittsburgh to get to where you need to go. You're just going to, and uh, that that's going to be interesting to see uh, for Buffalo. But uh, I think they'll be pretty good, um, and I think they'll still win the AFC East. And the reason why they'll still wait, win win the AFC East is because. I mean, what the hell was that from the Patriots? What was that? Are you serious? Twelve points to the Broncos, who doesn't have who doesn't have Von Miller, who doesn't who who Bradley Chubb was hurt, but he played back. Who, whose offense isn't very good? You don't let the offense score for them. You kick six field goals, but your offense scores twelve points. But then again, 
you did Cam did have COVID, and we're glad he survived. So does Stephon Gilmore. We're glad they survived. They look they seem pretty good and healthy. Um, but th- this offense is not very good. Bottom line, you don't have a running back. Sony Michelle's our starting running back. He's got COVID nineteen too. So I I mean I don't know what's going on in New England. Why everybody's getting COVID on this team? Uh, but they got to fix it. Because this schedule's getting harder, a lot harder. And I said six and ten before Cam. You know, I, I think I've managed to get eight wins out of that schedule, but I'm sorry. You're staring at two and five right in the face. Cause you got you got San Francisco coming to town. And 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 I'm sorry. I'm just I just don't see it. If you can, if you're only gonna score twelve points, if your skill position players can't get open. If you can't make plays for Cam Newton, you're not going to beat a team like the 49ers who are getting some of their people healthier on the defensive side of the ball. So I I see a Patriots loss right there. Miami's on a bye. They're three and three. Okay. And here's the thing with Miami. You can book that Miami is going to beat the Patriots on December the 20th. So I, they're they're going to win in Miami. That, that that's just a given at this point. They they always beat the Patriots, so they'll beat them in South Florida. Now they got Tua coming in. Uh the breaking news today while we were doing the show is Miami named Tua Tungavaloa the starting quarterback. I like him a lot. I I look. I I tell you I tell you this. It's going to be really hard to not root for that guy. I mean, his story is amazing. Coming back off a just a crippling injury that would have ended most people's careers. He came back. He's back on the field. Um, I like I like the way he played in college. Uh, Miami loves him. Miami's going to love him. I I I really think that guy's going to be really, really, really good in the NFL. And that does not bowl well for the Patriots or Buffalo because Miami's three and three. And they could easily make the playoffs this year. And Fitzpatrick did what he had to do. He he stayed the ship. He was pretty good. Beat a couple teams they didn't they shouldn't have beaten. Hey, it's two a time now. So we're we gonna see the NFC East because unlike the unlike the NFC, the AFC, I mean, seven seven wins can get you a wild card spot. So, we'll just see what happens. The Patriots, that was a lackluster performance. And, you know, you're staring two and four right in the face, if you ask me. So, it's a big game coming up for New England this Sunday against the 49ers. A couple more takeaways. A couple old quarterbacks turning back the hands of time here. Phillip Rivers. I mean, the Colts were down 21 to nothing. And simply put, it would have been just a terrible loss. If if they didn't lose, if they lost that game, it would have been awful to lose to the Bengals after being down by twenty one. Phillip Rivers comes all the way back. Joe Mixon gets hurt. Uh, it's a big deal because if he's if he's okay, uh, Cincinnati is watchable. I think Joe Burrow is going to be an absolute stud. He just his offensive line isn't very good. Um, his defense isn't very good. So it, it, it is what it is for the Cincinnati Bengals, but to give Phillip Rivers all the credit in the world, he, this dude, this dude, 371 and four touchdowns. 
out the blue. I didn't see that coming for Phillip Rivers at 38. 371, four touchdowns on a 4-2 and two Colts team. I'm not sure if they're good or not, but they're 4-2. and two. So, a uh, very impressive comeback for the Colts to get that job done, even though Burrow had a chance to win it there on the final drive, just couldn't get it done. Colts had a big comeback there uh, for the win. And also, Matt Ryan. Hey, I, look, Matt Ryan's being wasted in Atlanta. Everyone knows it. So it's Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. These guys are just being wasted. The Falcons stink. But, uh, you know, they, they finally held on to a lead. Now, it wasn't, it wasn't for a lack of effort. Cousins was trying to bring him back. But, uh, you know, his three picks was too much to overcome for them. So, I mean, Matt Ryan, 371, four touchdowns himself, 40 points, put up 40 points on the Vikings. Uh, so an impressive win there uh, for the Atlanta Falcons to go to two and five on uh, to to go to one and five I think on the year. Um, so yeah, I, it, you know it, it was an interesting week uh, of NFL football, man. I, I'm just interested to see what what week uh, seven brings to the table. So coming up on Thursday, I think uh, we're done with the week six recap. Uh, coming up on Thursday, as we close the show, we're going to talk about three games. Um, the three games really that are any good to me are Pittsburgh, Tennessee, San Fran, and New England, and Bucks Raiders. Uh, so we're going to hit those. We're going to make some picks. Maybe throw another segment in there or two as we have. We don't have a lot of games we want to talk about, but uh, that's Thursday show. Hope you guys enjoyed that, and we'll tune in for that around six. Around 6.45, Thursday night football is Eagles-Giants, which is just horrific and awful, and they're torturing us, and we don't deserve this. So that that's Thursday night football uh, this week. But, yeah, uh, we're, we're seven weeks into the season. It's starting to, it's starting to get good here. We're about to be halfway, uh, halfway there in the NFL season, and some of these contenders and pretenders are going to separate themselves. And we're going to just see how bad the NFC East gets. I got seven wins winning that winning that division. Dallas will eke out seven and nine. Um, but I have to be honest with you, it's going to be tough to find uh, five more wins with them, the way their defense is playing and the way they're decimate, decimated by injury. So uh, same for the Eagles. It, it's just going to be hard to find five more wins at six, nine, and one if they were to win the division uh, as the Cowboys may go six and 10, if they win at six, nine and one. So uh, it's just going to be interesting to see the NFC East. Um, so, all right, uh, that's it. My week six recap show is done for Quinn McKenzie. Find the show on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, overcast anchor FM, or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free. Like subscribe, and tell me how we are doing so we can improve the show and make it one of the best sports podcasts out there. But until Thursday night, this is Quinn McKenzie signing off of the Always 100 podcast. See you Thursday for week seven, folks.